Hey guys, this is your girl Sharon with Rhyme. Yay, yay, and we are back. We know it's been a um very, very, very long time, and we sincerely apologize for that. But we're back, we're better, and hopefully, by the grace of God, we'll be here to stay. So, um, yeah. Uh, so we, before we begin, I'm just gonna do a really short prayer on behalf of the podcast. Heavenly Father, Lord, um, we come to you once again, and I just want to say thank you for bringing us here. Thank you for this opportunity once again. Um, Thank you for whoever is listening, Lord Jesus Christ, because this was part of your plan. You've allowed them to time the list to us, Lord. Um, I just really want to really quickly want to ask for grace and mercy, Lord, because we have not been able to record in a long time but you know our hearts would you Christ, you know that we really wanted to do it lord and you've given us the grace to come back so i want to just give you thanks lord i want to leave the podcast in your hands lord let us not speak me and divine are not speaking but let your holy spirit speak through us lord help us convey your word correctly lord and may you touch whoever is listening to us whenever wherever lord may they speak exactly what they needed to hear may we give them the answers to all the questions that they have thank you once again may all the glory and praise go to you in jesus name i pray amen amen yes sir okay (laughs) so today um we're doing kind of like a spin-off from our usual talks Uh, i'm gonna call this a discussion because we are deriving this from a statement and the statement is listen close listen close listen close we are followers of christ not fans of christ and divine could you read the scripture based on this for us so the main scripture based on this uh, statement is on john chapter 8 verse 30 to 36 Oh, it's quite a long scripture, but it's very important when you actually realize the meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. And on the title of my Bible, it says, Dispute over those children's children opponents are. So it's mm-hmm. more like recogni- recognizing who you are. And well, obviously, we know that we're all children of God, but mm-hmm. you need to know that the responsibility and the things that we do as children of God and really like bring it into reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's basically what it's based on. I'll just read. I like, I really, really like the last um, three uh, verses, which says, Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a, but a son, ugh, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. So, yeah. So we're just going to be talking about um, us following in Christ, our identities in Christ. So yes. Um. So what from the from the statement that we've just shared and from our main verse i guess what are you thinking divine like what are you getting straight away from this what are you getting from the statement 
I feel like this is actually a conviction to not only to me but to all of us Christians because we are not perfect we can't just live in the world and say yeah because I believe in Jesus Christ I can do whatever I want that is a definition of being a fan being a fan you're just you're just believing or you're just trusting of what you see but you're not really doing something to show people or to prove yourself that you are a child of God like for example a fan of Christ will be like yeah uh, yeah I go to church yeah I'm a child of God yeah I do this I do that but have you listened to that new music though have you listened to that have you have you done new alcohol that kind of thing you're being a fan of christ being a follower of christ is like containing the fruit of the spirit following the commandments even the commandment that jesus gave and like being able to determine yourself what is right and what is wrong that kind of thing agreed i completely agree and i really like what you said it is a very big conviction to me like just reading it again it's like the whole thing again it's kind of like reminding me like um i'm kind of reflecting on my actions just even just for the day like have i been a follower of christ today or have i been acting like a uh, a fan of christ like what am i doing is it according am i really living by the word you know so yeah you know what speak up to me I, I know you said that you like the last three verse but for me verse 31 actually spoke out to me um mm-hmm. which says to the jews who believed in him jesus said if you hold my teaching you are really my disciples and i feel like that is really really like something that you should hold to your heart like if you truly believe in jesus like you're ready accepting that group even though like even when your mouth proclaims that you believe in jesus christ that he's my lord and savior you're already in that group but when you truly go through his teachings and you proclaim it and you um evangelize it and you learn through it you like accept it into that that inner group i'm like i, I want to be part of that you know like mm-hmm. to be in that inner group yeah i get what you mean no, it's like it's saying yeah, continue, that, sorry. This saying is it's continue, saying sorry. That because we have the free will to either follow Jesus or not. That's it. God is not going to use his power and say that we have to mm-hmm. follow him. That's that's what God loves. He loves that we choose to be with him, not that we are convicted to be with him. That kind of thing. And that there are it's very easy to believe in something mm-hmm. but when you believe in something do you continue to take it to heart like do you actually take the teachings or the sermons or the verses or whatever they said to you do you actually take it go well study on it and meditate on it and like try to apply it to your life it's that kind of thing that we have to ask ourselves and if we actually want to if we actually have to mm-hmm. think like the route that we are in now the path that we are in now is it actually going to help us to eternal life is it actually going to bring us to god who is in heaven and for us to spend an eternity with him or what are we doing now is actually benefiting that so it's that kind of thing what do you think 
do you know what the yeah, there was one thing that you said where it was like you kind of like choosing and the whole idea of free will which is such i feel like that is what really makes a um a relationship with god so special because the fact first of all we have to understand the world that we live in right this world is we have to remember that this as a child of god this is not our this is not our place really and truly so now god has given us the 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 chance not the idea the chance of free will we all have access to free will and you can choose whether you go left or whether you go right and for you to personally choose you know i want to be a child of god i want to do this i want to do that right it's something that makes the the relationship so special because you're not forced to it you know you choose among yourself to do it and it reminded me of um a verse which i found which was oh i can't remember um it was john 1 uh 12 to 13 and it said yet to all who did receive him those did believe in his name he gave the right to become children of god children born not of natural descendant nor of human decisions or a husband's will but born of god and i feel like that directly links us to what you're talking about divine and i feel like now that you've taken upon now you've you've personally chosen that you want to take upon this um this identity this choice you you want to now you know really own it now and what what is told time and time again old testament new testament is that yes the faith the faith is there but you can't you're not really showing your faith if you don't show an action and yes you can you know you can tell people that you go to church you can meditate your word but one point of meditating the word like everyone knows um what's that the soap method right and the a in soap is application so it's like how are you going to apply that to your life say for example you decided to read um i don't know 10 commandments right now you identify oh um i'm not meant to lie or i'm not meant to speak falsely on someone so now i need to look upon my life i've been doing that if i want to have an, an identity with christ then i need to you know i need to leave that so yeah i feel like what you were saying about that i feel like it brings in something really important that yes you can have the identity yes you can you can proclaim and you can pray and etc etc but it's all it's also about the works as well how are you showing god that yes i am a christian are you you know are you obeying his commandment and spreading the word spreading the word doesn't mean you have to go outside like i'm sure that we said this on the podcast it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going outside and you're speaking to everyone. You can be doing it through social media. You can be telling your friends. You can be telling your family, you know. So I just really love that point that you made there, Divine. Because it, it is such a, I feel like it's such a key um, uh, element of choosing to be a Christian and that whole Christian path. So, uh, yeah. It's funny because, like, I don't think we actually remember we are actually made in his image and the fact that his is God and when there's the word God is into like three different types of 
people that we've got the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. We are created with these three people and we basically have so many skills, so many knowledge, so many wisdom. But the problem is we just don't want it to get out. We just don't want to acknowledge the fact that we have so many things in our spirit that it can like go out and teach people something. But there's so many things in this world that is stopping us. Like in the Bible it says that the world does not belong to God. It belongs to the devil. Even though God created the world. But because of original sin and all of these bad things happening in the world. It's been passed on for generations and generations and generations. So that's why it's harder for us to be like, yeah, I'm going to try and be a good person. Or I'm going to try not do this or do that. It's because of the worldly things that is around us. And we need to be able to determine that, to stop going into that route and then be with God. Yeah, agree. Agree completely. I feel like as that's what makes like the Christian walk for a for a youth so different to um, a parent. Because I can only speak from experience, right? My parents, they they luckily found God. But they found, compared to like when I found God, right? I was born in the church. My parents, they weren't born in the church, if that makes sense. And it's it's such, com, com, considering the kind of world that we live in and, you know, how people choose to take their life and the pathway that they choose to tend to, it is actual, and it's a, it's a genuine grace and a genuine miracle when, you know, children and kids and teenagers and young adults they actually choose to have this lifestyle like god loves children like tell god god values children so much obviously he values everyone else like but it's it's just a bit it's just i don't know i want to i don't want to make it you know like compare the two but there's just something different and something a little bit special about a child being a child of god and I feel like that's why it's so, like, you may see your friends, they may not be completely devoted or they're just not devoted at all. Because now parents are able to, like, decipher and um, to really tell what what's right, what's not right. You know, this is this, this is that, this is this, this is that. And that's why, um, like temptation doesn't really it, it wouldn't hit a parent or a you know an adult as easily as a uh, a child like uh, you tend to see that children tend to be more tend to fall in temptations a lot more like I can I can only speak for myself I know that I I unfortunately I do fall into temptation because I am not a perfect person I know that for a fact and it it's because um children are so much i don't i don't like using the word children um young adults let's say they're much more likely to be um tempted by you know certain things you know like the devil etc etc and that's because we're seen as easier targets so now let's put this into perspective as to what we were talking about about being a follower of christ so what makes I guess it just highlights the importance. Like this is this is very you know direct into 
use but of course this is universal but you know knowing that you you're you feel like you're always tempted you know you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't be doing that and you find your way through it it is something special and you shouldn't now you should be able to realize that like oh my gosh i haven't lied in a while i haven't sworn in a while that's really really good i want to keep it up so it should motivate you to continue to do more and then i feel like through doing that you realize that i am not I'm not just like on the sidelines. I'm not just saying that I'm a child of God for the sake of saying it. I actually feel like I'm doing something now. I feel like I'm really living in the world. Not the world, the word, sorry. So, uh, yeah. You know, what you just said relates to um, a scripture in the book of James, chapter 1, verse 22, which says that do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. As in, you know, you know yeah, that, that one just hits that really harder because, like, the example with the fruit of the spirit, we have to, not have to, but we have to show kindness, be gentle, be loving, be caring. But the one thing I struggle with is self-control. And how how in this world can you perform self-control? I, I cannot do it. What do you mean in terms of self-control? Like, hmm, let's see. For example, I am an emotional person. So there'll be times that I'll be in the best mood and there are times I'll be in the worst mood as possible. So when I'm in the worst mood as possible, in my head already I know I have to, like, don't be in contact with anyone. Just go. Mm. Oh, yeah, I get what you mean. And then... And it's so hard because there's so many people who will try to provoke you for no reason and try to get a reaction out of you. And then I struggle with that self-control because my first instinct is just like, yeah, let me just punch your face and get it over done with. But then... Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. But then having self-control is like, yeah, you need to walk away from the situation. And the hardest thing to say is like, imagine someone was trying to provoke you and then you listen to what they have to say. They go on talking their nonsense, and then what you only, only the only thing you have to say is "God bless you," and then walk away. Do you know how hard that is to do? I can't. No, I can't lie. Honest, like God is hearing me. That's gonna take a while. That is so hard. I can't do that. It will take a lot of practice. But I feel like if you continue to try to like. Even step one is like to be able to walk away from the situation. If you're able to do that, then that's calm. But then to be able to say, God bless you to the person who did bad to you. I mean, because it said like, if someone slaps you one cheek, don't just turn the other cheek in it. You don't need to like retaliate. But man, in this world, it just makes you want to like bang your head in the wall or something. Cause... And you know what, yeah? Yeah. Uh, do you know what? Yeah, with what you were just saying as well, you know, turning the cheek and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. I feel like that's one of the hardest things about being a Christian, because obviously being a Christian, that's more spiritual. Right. And then we have the flesh. That's that's why we separate it. And um, there's a verse, actually. Um, 
there's a verse and it says mark 1 12 and it's at once the spirit sent him out into the wilderness and he was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by satan he was with the wild animals and angels attended him and i feel like that directly links with what you were talking about divine um regarding your personal situation which i can for a fact definitely relate to so it's okay girl like we in this together we in this together i feel like it links really well because it instantly reminded me of um that the the moment in the bible where um jesus was fasting which is where this um, scripture is from and it was like once you um once you take on upon that opportunity of becoming a child of God and learning and training yourself as to how, become, how to become uh, a stronger follower, you're going to be put in situations where you are tempted to move back, whether it was a test from God or whether it's temptation from the devil. But either way, it's going to happen. So I feel like if you know no that's not the right way to say i want to say um in that situation i feel like the best thing that you can do is like okay let's not do instinct like i actually need to train myself i need to train myself that it's not always instinct instinct is not always the answer i have to stop for a second i would have to think what would jesus do in that situation if i was jesus which i would never be i could never be just just to just to put that out there if Jesus was with me, what would he tell me to do? And then I would have to stop and I'm like, okay, let's hold on. Let's hold on. Let's, before we get aggressive, 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 let's hold on. Let's think about it, you know? And then it's like, okay, we don't have to necessarily do that. We don't necessarily have to do instinct. Instead, we can remain, we can remain peaceful inside and, you know, give a response that doesn't um that doesn't make things worse i guess but it's like okay so i've dealt with the situation and then i can walk away i just felt like that that um scripture it just works really well with you because it's like once you once you have the spirit inside you once you have the angels attending with you 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 realize that um you're not straight away going to instinct and obviously of course it takes time for you to get used to that but you'll realize eventually that um uh what was i gosh what was i gonna say um you'll realize that it, you you start to slow down with your reactions i don't know if that's happened to you divine but yeah yeah you slow down with your reactions and you compare it to before and it's like okay so i know in this case i didn't go you know crazy crazy i actually slowed down i thought it's like okay i don't need to my i don't need to handle this situation in this way i can just you know what it happened let's move on and once you do that you just find you just find that peace within yourself because you know that i know certain things can happen i know certain temptations can happen i know so i will be put in certain situations and i can still remain humble and holy inside and I won't be, you know, really, really, really quick on hitting back. And I feel like once you, when you, when you realize that 
when you've been put in certain situations and you start reacting like that i feel like that's a good way to to show that you're going in the right direction like you are actually becoming a follower of christ you know i'm not how i used to be i'm not going to go ahead and do something like that straight away i can actually take my time think about it and move on so yeah yo you hit deep man yeah <laughs> just 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 a little something but like when you were talking yeah whilst you were talking i actually thought of something the devil was actually smart you know like when he tried to tempt jesus during um his fast like he tried so many like trying to get him to turn the stone into bread or fall off the building the angels were captured he tried so hard and he failed and he knows that the easy way to attack the children of god is through the youngest because as you grow up you start to be more mature you start to develop oh like this is the way i'm meant to go and being more into the world and everything but the youngest we're still like in the beginning of our journey like we're just getting started and that's why so many things have been thrown into our faces like from like such a young not a very young age but like when you start your journey and then you start to doubt yourself oh do i really want to follow that route like, i remember when uh i have a part of group of friends uh who are muslim no hate to the religion yeah and we were talking about the trinity and i'm the only christian in the group so they start asking me questions about the trinity and everything so i explain like how it's the father son and holy spirit but to them we seemed so confusing that they couldn't understand it and then i started to like thought a bit different i was like what i started to stress myself like how can i explain it better for them to understand but then i realized you need to you need to get some sort of you need to have the spirit of knowledge and wisdom to be able to understand certain parts in the Bible because sometimes it can be said out to you, it can be written, but you don't understand it and you need to look deeper into the meaning to fully understand it. And then when I was like, oh, I can't explain it properly, but that's the, like, the most easiest way to explain it. The first thing they said was, oh, just convert to being Muslim. And I have no, no hate on them. But that kind of thing, I thought a bit sad about myself. I was like, oh, I didn't have much knowledge about my own, like, my own scripture and everything. But I just want to say, yeah, for those out there, if you felt that way, don't worry. God, God got your back. Sometimes, sometimes he wants to let you do your thing and then he will come help you. Because I don't know why, but you... He wants us to learn for ourselves based on our, the knowledge that we already have. Then he will start to build on it and start to give you more. Then you can be able to do good things with the type of knowledge that he will give you. And even though you don't explain it now, soon you'll be able to explain it better than you did before. And then no one can judge you on that. Well, they can, but don't take it to heart. But yeah, I just want to say that. Oh, that's so beautiful. I just love that. That was so comforting. Like, thanks, Divine. That was so nice. Oh, <laughs> oh that, was so, that was like, oh, I feel really assured now. Like, okay, I got this in the bag. It's, it's okay if I fail. God sees my heart. He knows that I'm trying. You know, it's not always 
it's I'm never gonna get it first time, you know, it's a learning process. Yeah. That was just that was just so soothing. It's like thank you, Divine. Because even I needed that. Even I needed that. Um, but yeah. Um what I wanted to do is that I wanted to actually because we've been talking about like thing things that are associated with the statement, but I want people to actually understand what we mean by the statement follower of christ and not an, i'm not a fan of christ so i just wanted to ask you divine and obviously i'm gonna pitch in as well so when we're talking about let's talk about um which one should we do first okay let's talk about follower of christ first hmm, no no yeah we'll do follower of christ first so now what do we what do you mean by that because there might be someone who you know get just this might be the first podcast that they see it's like okay i understand what you mean but I also don't. So let's like take things down, break it down. Let's go from the get go. Actually, 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 you start because I have an example that puts both of them into perspective. Go on. Ah, right, cool. Uh, so let's say let's take from um from Peter. So Peter was one of the disciples of Jesus, and Peter was like on it. He was like the top, like. If he was asking him a question in class, he's the one who puts his hand up, you know, every question. Like, he was on it. Everything was good. He was like, yeah, I know everything about Jesus. I know how to act out. I know how to display myself. Like, he was like, I I don't want to say the perfect disciple, but he was the perfect example, like, to follow. That is, he's a definition of being a follower of Christ. But when Jesus was crucified, and he died and then when mary and the other disciples went to peter they were like jesus is alive jesus is alive and then he straight away he was like no nah, i don't believe that i don't i don't i don't believe that i need i need to see that with my eyes that like, i don't i don't i don't see him right in front of me and that is a definition of being a fan and i'll say why even though he went through this whole entire journey with jesus he saw the miracles he saw the wisdom he heard the stories that jesus gave he heard all the knowledge the wisdom even like through the lord's prayer everything despite that whole entire journey just for him to believe that jesus rose from the dead was impossible for him and he is a very example as us humans actually go through because we will believe on everything that Jesus does and believe what is said in the word and what pastors tell us in church but then there might be a time that like yeah if we believe in him why is he not here that we start to question ourselves and we start to like think to ourselves oh he's not real he's he's never here but we know he is we just we just like thinking it the way our flesh would if that makes sense and then we start to neglect the Bible, we start to neglect God altogether, and then we go back into our worldly, our worldly things until we go back to the process of being on fire with God. So that's what I'm saying. Like, even Jesus denies in front of Christ three times, and Jesus still forgave him, regardless of everything. And Peter cried when he saw Jesus. Was like, I cried, like, I'm sorry, I didn't believe in you. And then all Jesus said was, Blessed for those who believe and have yet not seen. 
So I feel like that scripture is something that we should hold in our hearts for those who determine from both being a follower and being a fan of Christ. So that's what I think. What about you? Do you know what, yeah, you using that example has just reminded me of something that I went through. And then I just realised, just now, it's like, oh my gosh, I was being a fan during that time. Okay, so I'll explain it. Okay, 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 I'll explain it. I mean, we all were, um, though, like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll explain it. I'll be really, really sure. So, um, when was it? Okay, so October 2021... Um, something pretty horrible happened in my family so we got some pretty bad news and I was one of the few people in my family not everyone in my family actually knew at that period of time I was one of the people that knew so I was the one that had to break it to my siblings you know etc 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 and it was Now looking back, I'm so frustrated at myself. I am so frustrated at myself because I feel like when it comes to certain situations like that, that's when you define yourself as a follower or a fan. And like, say for example, my mom, oh my gosh, God bless my mom, like bottom of my heart. She's the strongest woman that I know. So this impacted her the most because it was her situation so she got these this really bad news and she knew for a fact she was like okay this weekend until i hear better news i am going to fast 24 7 for the next two weeks right fasting 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 praying 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 midnight i will hear her doing repentance midday i will hear her doing spiritual warfare now that in my for me that is what i would call being a follower of christ really practicing your faith really showing your faith at a time where you may feel like you've been put down you are showing your faith it's like okay despite this i know that my god can act you know it's like i know i believe in him and i will show this to everyone to everything to every situation in my life that is what i would call a follower and then there was me um i was absolutely shell shocked rubbed dragged messed up to the core because of this and i have very i have a very toxic trait of um keeping in my emotions so no one knew about this no one knew about it i just covered it I pretended like it wasn't happening, but it was at the back of my mind. And it was so annoying because I was really on a hot streak. Like, I had a, I think I had like a a 40-day streak on the Bible app. I was really, I was really on it. And then everything, so that period, that that event happened. And it, I was on 100 to 0 straight away. Like, 100 to 0, I gave up. I gave up. I had the faith, but I was not, like, you would not think, you would not think that I was a follower of Christ. You would not think that I believed in Christ. As in, Sundays, I was going half-heartedly. Monday to, Monday to Sunday, unless I was in church and they told me to get my Bible out, I was not going to get my Bible out. I did not pray. I wasn't doing any of it. I was like, do you know what? I wasn't even, do you know what? It wasn't even a thing where I was, I was, I felt like I was doubting 
God at that moment of time and I lost my faith. And it was like, it, I wasn't even saying, you know what, yeah, um, God's will, in God's will, I know, in due time. I was just saying, it is what it is. I completely gave up. I gave up. And now, when I, like, every, every now and then, I reflect on it because it was, it was a really crazy period of time last year. It was, like, the lowest of the lows I've ever gone through. And then I can't, I'm so frustrated with myself because it's like, I know who I am. I know who I want to be in Christ. Why would I let something like this make me pull myself away from God? The one thing I'm not meant to do is cut the wire. And I did that. And I was so frustrated with myself. And I was like, I shouldn't have done that. Me, how can I go outside wearing my cross necklace telling people that I'm a Christian when I don't even believe in it myself? It's like a white lie, you know? And I feel like that's what being a fan is. I feel like being a fan is being half-hearted with your faith. You know, like, I don't want not lukewarm, but being lukewarm, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. you're being hot while you're being hot, cold at the same time. You, you say this, but do you actually believe it? Are you saying it for the sake of saying it? Or are you saying it to become, I am God's child. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. You know? And I was like, I was really thinking through it and I was like, wow, I, that period of time changed me and I didn't realise it. I let, I let what was going on in the world get to the best of me and I shouldn't have. I fell back. I became a, I became a fan of God. I became, do you know what? Yeah, God does this. I kind of like that. So I might as well just stick, you know, I know I've known God my entire life. I kind of like what he's done. I kind of like what he's done in my life. Kind of like what he's done in other people's lives that I've seen. Might as well stick with him. Sounds cool. That's being a fan. Children of God should not aspire to be a fan. We should aspire to be a follower. You know, it's great, you know, seeing someone do that for themselves. But it's like, that motivates me. I want that for myself. I want to have a relationship with God. I want to be able to see his hand upon my life. I want to testify. I want to share the gospel, you know? That sounds like an amazing lifestyle. I want to be part of that. I want to be part of the fellowship. I want to be known as God's child. I want God to look at me and be proud at me, you know? Having that aspiration is what makes you a follower. And then from that aspiration, you are, um, sorry, you are, you, you motivate yourself to actually do the work, you know? Meditate every day pray you know as much as you can etc etc like now i can say since like um end of december till now i've really been trying to get back on there because when i say i went flat i went flat like zero zilch there was nothing there as in my bible was collecting dust a lot of it you know so i'm really like i'm really trying to pick myself up now and i feel like you know having having something like say for example this podcast it would be my something. It keeps me busy in the word. Like, although we, we haven't been recording in a while, since I've decided to come back up, I have been meditating my word. Like, I, what was it? Um, and like, I just did a, I just finished a fast. And I was like, oh my gosh, I fasted. That was crazy. I wasn't planning to do it, but I did it. Three weeks. And I was like, oh my gosh, I did it. I'm so proud of myself. Like, I can feel myself getting back to where I was before getting back to you know having 40 day streak i'm almost there by the way it's 32 days 
anyways beside the point besides the point you know I feel like I'm getting back to where I was you know getting back to being that follower you know I want to devote time for the word yes I have studies yes I have this but I know okay if I can't listen to if I can't study the word properly today I'll listen to a um a sermon or I'll read a devotional to school or I listen to gospel music as a follower one thing um one thing is that you won't let your work the you won't let the world get in your way with your relationship with God. You will find some way to make it there, you know? And there will always be a way. Where there's a way, there is a will, you know? So, yeah. Oh, I've been rambling on, but yeah. No, man, you've been speaking to... good. You know that, it reminds me, because I was watching Hamilton the other day, and one of the songs is called You were watching what? Time. I was watching Hamilton. Oh my gosh, okay, okay, okay. I was watching it the other day, and then, you know, George <laughs> Washington was singing One Last Time, and that has, that song has became my favourite song of all time, because when it said, like the scripture says, everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid, they'll be safe in the nation we have made. That just gives me reassurance. I read that and see, I believe it's in the book of John. And when I when I hear that, to be honest, when I hear that, I'm, I'm thinking to myself that everyone has their own bubble. You have your own space. You are unique. You can't pretend to be someone. Someone cannot pretend to be you. You are you. That is your identity. So the identity that God has given you is especially for you because the gift that is soon going to reveal to you is is what is going to make you unique and no one will be afraid of the gift that you do it maybe at first you don't know how to do with it but soon people are going to see that gift in you and when they start to see that gift in you they're going to start being more involved start, start being more attention to you and then you're going to give them whatever that is for the glory of God. And even though this world is in chaos, like complete chaos, you'll still Absolute be chaos. safe with God by your side. He will never leave you. He is the one that he'll be for you. Like it says in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, do not be afraid for the Lord your God is with you. That is legit your reassurance prayer like every morning when you leave your house when you go to work when you go to school go to uni whatever that that part of the song is just beautiful i've loved it and i love that build i just keep repaying the song even though it was sad in the in the movie because he was like leaving but he was leaving it was still giving reassurance and it was a good thing i really liked that Oh. I have to thank you for giving me that recommendation that movie. But I like how you were, I like how you linked it back to how we were talking. So that's good. It's fine. Also, you just reminded me I needed to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I haven't watched it in ages. But yes, I remember when I was um 
looking up um, the lyrics and I remember finding that it was like an actual scripture and I was like oh my gosh that's crazy and then I did a whole bible study on it and I got the exact same thing as you it's like when you're in your own bubble when you're in your own space and when you know you're con- you're contained with a gift from God you shouldn't be afraid yes you shouldn't be afraid because you know that whatever God has instilled inside you is for a good reason you know that is that is the reason why you have that you know purpose in life so yeah so um i just want to say we basically just established what the um what how we can tell a fan and a follower we probably should have done this in the beginning but it is what it is right so we're gonna just continue i'm loving how this is going so we just talked about fan and follower so i i wanna i hope i mean god has listened to our our communication gosh that's the wrong word our conversation and i would like to i would like to believe that i am a follower of christ i feel like i'm putting in the effort how about you d yeah i would say i'm a follower of christ but i do have to be careful because it's very easy to switch to become a fan of christ but as long as you know the path that you're in and you know to do whatever it takes to stay as a follower of Christ, then you're solid. Mm-hmm. Great, 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 great. So, yeah. So, I just wanted to ask, because I, I don't know if this is what you were thinking about. This might be what something else, some, someone else is thinking about. So what is what do you feel like is stopping people from becoming a follower of Christ? Why why is it why or what do you think is making people remain a fan of Christ instead of being a follower of Christ? You know for me it's like the biggest thing here, especially for the youth, for the young adults, is music. And the devil knows that. And the devil uses music to affect people so many times. Not only by the song, but by the lyric and the spirit and the meaning behind the song. So, I'm not going to say that music is bad. I'm just saying that be careful to what you're listening to. Because I remember me and my sister was on TikTok. And remember this trend? There was this trend with this Congolese uncle and then he was singing that song. Oh, mommy, yeah, that one. I actually went to the lyrics of the song because I was like, this is catchy. Let me try to learn the song so I can sing it heart by heart. Yo, if you actually read the lyrics, you'll be so surprised. And then when I saw the actual, yeah, you'll be so surprised. And if you watch the the cover video of the, the the group the group that did a cover video on the song if you see the atmosphere and how everything looks sure everyone is smiling is singing they have beautiful voices but it looks like they were in some kind of cult and i was like no i need to remove this song from my playlist like and then i started going through my playlist and seeing this type of song that are they actually making my spirit feel good closer to god or is it making me depart farther from god so 
I, yeah, I just want to say like, be careful what the type of songs you're listening to because even if through the music videos, it actually speaks out a lot. So it's that kind of thing for me. Yeah, I agree with you. To be honest, I feel like, okay, I'm not being shady, but I just want to expand. Instead of just music, I just feel like streaming, media, that whole component is what I can only like for now the, the the period of time that we're living in if there is a reason why as to why so many people would be would consider themselves or why they would be bracket and then unbracket lukewarm or just not being able to completely follow the word of God is because of that whole component media music phones all of that kind of stuff and i can i can speak for myself as well like i a very long no no, let me not let me not lie like what year is it now 22 let me say six years ago gosh that sounds like a long time six years ago i was like really really into like worldly music like i was listening he was he was the kind of people like i was listening to Betty Wap, I'll sit more American, but you know, like a uh, bit of Dave, Betty Wap, um, who else? Maybe a bit of Cardi B as well, I don't remember. But I was really indulged into the mm, that kind of side of it. And I just now, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but it didn't have a good influence on me. And I realised that as I was growing up and as I was getting closer to God, I was like, as part of, you know, really recreating myself, being a child of God, the child of God that I say that I want to be, I have to remove bits that don't work with it. And music was one of them. But I want to say that's not the only thing. Like, I'm going to talk about social media because it's such a big thing for youths, adults and beyond because everyone uses social media. Whether people realise it or not, I feel like that is one of the biggest tolls that can really um, influence as to whether you think you are a follower or fan of God or the way you act. Because first of all, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I do love Instagram, but sometimes it gets on my nerves because people tend to paint this idea of what it's like to be successful, brackets or inverted commas they make a they picture and they create this design of what it's like to be successful and how to be successful etc etc if it's not that then it's you know how to get a partner in life you know you need to be looking like this you need to be doing that or to be popular you need to be acting like this you need to be doing that and i feel like that's what influences a lot of people people Everyone has their own um, interpretation of what it's like to be successful, of what it is, of how to do this, how to do that. And they in, they learn whether they realise or not. Even myself, we all learn from our environment, the environment that we choose to put ourselves in and the environment that we are in, whether it's physically, whether it's through our phones, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the problem with media is because of the fact that they paint this idea People are so gullible and they just accept it straight away to the point where they know that they have to start modifying pieces of them to align with that. But when you're doing that, you are making an alliance alliance with yourself and the world. 
and you shouldn't be doing that because as divine said earlier we are not of this world so if anything the bible tells us to not conform to the world so it's a thing where i feel like that's one one major problem and i feel like we now need to figure out a way as to how we can solve this problem like for me personally i know that on tiktok i'm on christian tiktok and i'm having a time of my life it's not you know rapture 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 we can you know you can still make jokes and you can you can learn something from there i can then apply this to um to my instagram as well i just you know i follow people who are actual good influencers even if they may not be christian but they um what's the word they encourage good things that would be you know in brackets christian like you know like helping people donations etc 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 that kind of stuff so i feel like to solve that problem of course i'm not i can't be saying this and be like okay in 24 hours the whole world is going to change everything is going to be bish bash bosh perfect but i feel like we need to learn we need to learn how can we remove what we assume as worldly but put in a version of it which we'd enjoy that works with god like a good example would be music you know find someone who sounds like i don't know like scissor right she's a person you take her out and you put someone else in who actually sings the gospel like i i can say morgan j sarah natalie one day you know they're really great artists and they really you know encourage the word so yeah do you have anything else to add um just some questions to end with like just to like to ponder to think of like once you have confessed and said that the lord jesus is your lord your savior what is your journey like like think of everything until now you probably won't remember everything as you grow up but think of the times that you have went through the challenges the obstacles like what is your journey at? is it like is it going in the good route does it still need improving do you still need to like reach out like how do you feel like you're going to strengthen your relationship with god and how ready are you to get to the final destination i feel like that is more important the most important question because there's so many people who say that i'm ready when jesus comes like and i'm ready for like going having a ton of life with jesus and everything but then when there's like conversations about the rapture some people get scared and they start to doubt themselves they're like oh i'll be left behind i'll stay here do you want to take me that kind of thing so like when you are studying the word and you are building your relationship with god make sure that you're ready for anything that will come like anything that's big or come because you never know when it will come no one will tell you the time the place or whatever is going to happen when it happens it happens and us as christians we need to make sure that we are ready to do that to go and have have the best time of our lives in heaven with God. So yeah, that's that's what I want to end with. Okay then, great. So uh, I guess that's it. I, I I feel I feel like we've covered everything. What about you, Dee? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like I feel very content with how we dealt with this statement. I like this. So, um, yeah, if anyone has any ideas or statements that you want us to discuss or like questions that you want us to try and seed our way through, um, well, like you, you have um, our socials and our emails, I think, on the podcast as well. So yeah, um, all I can say now is thank you because we have actually shortened this down compared to our other podcasts because I know for a fact I have a pretty short attention span so I'm thinking about everyone else here. So thank you for being with us. Thank you for listening to us. Um, Tell us what you think. Um, You'll be able to find like our links to our, you know, Shield of Faith page, our Twitter page, etc, etc. So um, yeah. We shall see you in the next one. Don't forget to get to our socials, look at our stuff, look at these stuff. Make sure you're following Family Faith Blogs. There's some really good stuff on there. You know, if you need some music, we were just talking about music. If you need some music, uh, you better go onto our Instagram and look at my Spotify page because I've pretty much got everything you need there. So yeah, besides that, thank you again so much. We all hope you have a good day, good evening or good night and God bless you. And we shall see you again. Bye. Bye.